You're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is What Things from Luke chapter 24 verses 13 to 35. Please take a seat. How's everyone doing? Doing good? All right. Supposed to be Resurrection Sunday, so you have to be good. <laughs> But I tell you, if you if you don't feel good, you know, or you got you you are going through a tough terrain, tough time, uh, come talk to me. You know, sometimes I miss coffee. All right, just bring me out of coffee. You have free counseling. <laughs> I'm kidding. But I I uh, I usually, if you are new in this church, I usually owe you a cup of coffee, if you plan to stay here for more than six months. Right. If you stay less than that, uh, we still can figure out. <laughs> we we'll still figure out something. Okay. Uh, a few uh, a few quick notes. Next Sunday, uh, that will be a day that I will give uh, a, a a bit of airtime for those who are attended uh, foundation class uh, to share one thing that you learned from the class. Just one thing, right? And um, so, if you like. Uh, to do that, as again, um, I, s I told you, I share in early days, everyone attended class must be lined up and share, right? Some of them skip that Sunday, right? Some of them skip that Sunday. Anyway, so it's at your free will, but is it my invitation, right? And so if you plan to do that next Sunday, please uh, stay back after the service. Uh, probably we gather around this corner. And I just uh, just brief you quickly, just very quick, maybe five ten minutes, okay? So if you like to do that, please stay back and come to talk to me, or we gather a few group. Now, those of you who like to be baptized, water baptism, receive water baptism, uh, come to talk to me after the service as well. Uh, form the sign up in Discord. I just think that only one. The last time I checked, uh, that's Ken. So we're gonna talk to Ken. If you uh, if you want uh, to talk more about that, please come talk to me. Is that okay? That's good. Now, um, another thing. Oh, you probably heard me saying that today is Resurrection Day. There will be a guest speaker. Uh, due to some last-minute change, supposed to be Pastor William Lee from New Life Christian Church, Singapore. We're going to be speaking over live stream due to some last-minute changes. So I uh, is... Uh, I cannot have a break, so I'm going to uh, share with you the message of uh, resurrection. Now, uh, uh, just some backstory. Uh, early of the years, usually within our New Life Fellowship of Churches, we have we spent uh, on the calendar about a year ahead, usually 10 months. So by October, we already schedule out who's going to come and so on. And so um, uh, with the calendar, Pastor William have a different calendar. So usually I will speak on, on some of the main uh, events. Uh, but I I was um, you know thinking okay we'll try to match your schedule so that will be this today, but I think as a look back just 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 my story um, and I think the Lord is uh, is uh, uh, was speaking to me that you know because I I I I have a discernment I know that Spirit's prompting me but I I just keep, okay maybe just follow the 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 logistic and give this calendar and uh, I did not uh, turn out well so the Lord. If it's something you hear today, is the Lord, you know, His intention for you to hear because uh, He told me that, you know, I'm supposed to speak today. But because of the planning and so on, I thought, okay, maybe Pastor William. And so, uh, you know, uh, long story short, that as I, 
as I'm going to have to speak today. Uh, you still with me? Okay. Um, the title of the message today, What Things? It's taken, out, uh, it's taken out from the passage of Luke chapter 24, verse 30, uh, 13 to 35. Now, uh, if you have the Bible, maybe you just turn to that passage. Uh, if you uh, do not have the Bible, come talk to me. Uh, you can have a either hard copy or a soft copy. Uh, the, uh, the Bible, Luke 24. Let me read it for you. You can follow any translations, okay, all right, except the uh, Jehovah Witness translation, the, the New World something, I forgot. Accept uh, the, uh, sorry, accept the Catholic Bible, which is extra biblical uh, book in there, right? The rest of any translation will be okay, all right? If you don't know what's the difference, come talk to me, okay? Uh, 24, verse 13. On that, on that very day, two of them were going to the village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem, about maybe probably uh, west, west side uh, from the west of Jerusalem. And, um, and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing together, Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. He said to them, What is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk? And they stood still and looked sad. Verse 18. Then one of them named Cleopas answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened, in, uh, happened there in these days? And Jesus said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth, a man who was a prophet, mighty indeed, and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priest, ruler, delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucify him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all this, it is now the third day since this thing happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. They were at the tomb early in the morning, and they did not find his body. They came back saying that they had even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Verse 24, some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it was the woman who had said, but him, but him they did not see. And he said to them, oh, foolish one, and slow of heart to believe that all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary that Christ should suffer this thing and enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scripture the things concerning himself. Verse 28. So they drew near to the village to which they were going. He acted as if he were going further. But they urged him, to strong, urged him strongly saying, stay with us, for it is uh, toward evening and the day is now far spent. 
So he went in to stay with them. And when he was at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to them. And their eyes were open and they recognized him. And he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, did not our heart burn within us while he talked to us on the road? While he opened to us the scripture? And they rose on that same hour and returned to Jerusalem. And they found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together, saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. And they told what had happened on the road, and he was known to them in the breaking of the bread. I just have three points I just want to bring uh, to your attention. I was just read the text, number one, on the road. Now, this is literally happened, and it's in a specific time, specific location with specific number. So it's not something out there, somewhere, it's, just, it's a, a historic event. The historic event happened, even though 2,000 years ago, is still relevant to us and give us instruction how we should live our life. We don't need to reconstruct our life to go back to that road, Emmanuel, but all of each of every one of us that we are on the road somehow. We are on the journey. We are all the road, whether you're here in Ho Chi Minh City or you're traveling or you, uh, in a few years, you move back to your home country or other country, we are always on the road. In the Old Testament, the Israelite, God's people, in a way, always on the road. The, the, the minute that was cast out of the Garden of Eden because of their sin, God provided them a place to worship the tabernacle. And later on, as they moved, they came and they, they moved around, uh, you know, the different region and they, they conquered the land. And God promised them the promised land. And they enter the promised land, uh, even though that the promise is going to be, you know, like lots of honey and milk. I mean, fertile is prosperity. Uh, but they face giants, and they need to conquer the land. They need to cultivate the land. It is not just like ready-made, even though there is already some part is already ready-made. Uh, and today, uh, as they move on, fast forward, the, 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 the Lord uh, gave instruction to build... Um, you know, the, the temple, and, 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 and Solomon built the magnificent temple with full of goals and, you know, with all, you know, this, the magnificent, all the neighbor country want to see. And there, there's this one conversation that, that Solomon had with, uh, with God about, um, you know, I don't need to have this uh, huge uh, uh, temple, you know, because I, I, I be with you since the day in the wilderness that even just a tent, a simple thing that I be with you. So, but 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 I will I will be with you because of your request of your prayer. Uh, I uh, because you ask for wisdom, I give you even more. Uh, you just ask one thing, I give you many things. And uh, the wisdom of Solomon did not uh, transform into his character later on in his life. You know that he failed. He has a lot of wives, a foreign wife, meaning non-Israelite wife. Uh, meaning drew, uh, drew him away from the Lord and, and he uh, led him astray to worship idols. 
And fast forward to the time of Jesus, when Jesus came and, and he preached the kingdom of God comes and the, and, and the good news that, that he declared today, the scripture fulfilled because he, 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 he caught Isaiah. He wanted to bring the message of the kingdom to them, but some of them cannot, cannot see it. They, they, they heard it, but they do not understand. They, they see Jesus, they cannot, they, cannot, they cannot perceive him as a savior. He performed miracles. Uh, throughout throughout the, his time on earth, not 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 to show how powerful he is, but to show who he is, because all the miracles just point to one thing: his identity, meaning like his origin originality. Where where does this guy come from? He must be come from heaven. And then the, the, before his resurrection, he already showed that not only because people are probably thinking like, oh, only Jesus God can be resurrected. They say, okay, I show you, my friend. Lazarus. So he, he, he said, okay, um, you know, my f- good friend Lazarus, and heard about the news of the guy, you know, dead, and he intentionally waited for about, th- you know, three days. And, and he waited, and the disciples didn't understand, you're a good friend, and you got, you know, they got funeral by now, they call you bury you by the time you come back. You know, how, how, how terrible is this? Is you a good friend? And because back then, no telephone, right? No, cannot send message. It's going to be about three days' walk. Uh, and so he, he kind of delayed his travel. And then he came back. So he's about fourth day ready. I mean, already in the tomb. Already, you know, smell bad. It's sting. It's, it's the body the, is already decayed uh, a bit. And then he came and he just called Lazarus, come out. And then uh, they, they moved the stone. And he formed a distance. Some of you read the passage say, why he didn't come near? Because he did not want to break any law. He don't want to break any Jewish ceremony law. You cannot approach near the dead because you become unclean. So while the power of God to him says, Lazarus, come out. And that because the, even he created the whole, the, the whole universe by just speaking. So God's word has a power. And, and, and fast forward, the disciple witnessed uh, Lazarus' resurrection, but even though that they say, okay, maybe just a special case. Just a special case. Just one guy. Maybe a good friend of his. And then came to another event. I just tried to uh, lead you to this, this, this road. Uh, and then the, uh, John and, and James, the mother of John and James, they tried to, one event that they tried to ask, uh, uh, ask Jesus to, to put uh, my son, uh, to my son on his right and left hand. And they, they want uh, in a way that they perceive Jesus as king, earthly king, to rule and reign on the earthly realm because they're under the, the persecution and oppression of the foreign empire, foreign enemy, namely Roman Empire. They, don't, they, they want their Jewish state. They want their Jewish political leader, namely the priest, the Sanhedrin, others, uh, religious class. Uh, but because they're still under the Romans, they want to kick the Roman out. And they think Jesus is going to do that. But he did not. He did not to do that because that that Jesus is, is not, uh, Jesus knows that he did not come just to, to, to bring the earthly order by kicking the Roman out and then he ruined reign. He, he has a better plan that the salvation for the whole world for those who believe, whether they're under any religious or political oppression, they still have him as king. And that's a key thing he wants to bring about. And so, uh, Peter, uh, 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 James, and, uh, uh, and John, um, that, you know, want to right, uh, sit on the right hand and laugh. And just down below that passage that you will see, 
that the 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 guy, the blind guy named ba, ba, uh, what's his name, ba, Bartimaeus. Yes, what what uh, is the blind guy that you know uh, saw Jesus coming out and just cry out, you know, Lord, have mercy on us, have mercy on us, Son of David. Uh, the guy probably heard about his name, heard about the descendants that from a son David. That's why that's all he know. That's all he know. And the uh, the crowd kind of okay, quiet, quiet. And and the Lord approached him and um, he continued to cry out, Lord, have mercy on us and son of David. And uh, Jesus stopped and call uh, and call the, uh, them uh, and talked to, What do you want me to do for you? And they said, Lord, we want our eyes to be open. You read that in the context of just two disciples early on asked for political power, asked for religious power, asked for political, you know, sit and to be with Jesus because they view Jesus as the king that's going to, you know, they're in the same cabinet, I guess. And so, so they asked for something that, that most people ask, but only the blind men, only the blind men ask something that he really needs, both for his physical need. And for his emotional and spiritual need, I want to see. Open my eyes. Open my eyes. We are all on, on the road. On the road to somewhere. We all have plans and agenda. We all have, some people have direction. Some people have no direction. Everything goes in life. Some people just float around like whatever make a good offer, I take it. Whatever light leads, whatever my heart leads, I follow. That's such a terrible way to live as a Christian. The world is... As a Christ follower, we are all on the road with Jesus somewhere. But we do not always see him. As the case of disciple. Our blind spot. Both really, do you know that we, our, with our physical eye, we all have physical blind spot. You know that? Unless we are an octopus. So only an octopus designed, <laughs> I mean, God made octopus somehow the eyes that can see somewhat. There's no blind spot. That's the word that they discover. So we all have blind spots. So those who are driving motorbike or cars, you look at back mirror, you look at the side mirror. Uh, we all have blind spot. That's why accidents happen. Right. This is why this day they have a camera. Uh, some good car, they have six cameras. So back, 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 up, so that you can see pretty much our surrounding. And um, our blind spot prevent us from recognizing Jesus in our life's event. Think for a moment, contextualize, just transport you in the time of this. This is the, probably the bad news and horrific news about Jesus Christ who claim that he's going to be king. That's what they said. But then he dies. But yet we heard that there will be the empty tomb, but we're not sure. We cannot find the body. The, the evidence is the empty tomb, but we want better evidence, meaning like we want to really touch him and see him. But we, we can't see. It's, this is just a horrible, horrible event. Just think for a moment what some of the events that you went through. Or is even happening right now. Ask yourself. Ask yourself. Uh, you put yourself here. This this story. You probably I uh, have a conversation with Jesus. Probably you can say, Lord, this pandemic took away my job. This pandemic 
reduced my salary pay cut. This pandemic took away my father, my mom, my parents, my loved one. This pandemic caused a lot of problems in my life. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to turn to. Whether I stay in the city, stay in the country, or I move to somewhere else. Or like, if you can connect quickly, flash connection to the book of Ruth, where famine, whether I stay or I go, or I go to a place that more offer more job, offer more food. All, all of us are on the road to somewhere. Now, the Lord put us together as the body of Christ. Though we do not personally travel on the same, say, path of life, we are on the same road to the new Jerusalem. We are on the same road to Emmanuel's, the moment of revelation. We are on the same road that when we encounter Jesus, but we do not always recognize him because we have our blind spot. Our blind spot can be caused by our own sinful nature, by, by our own stiff-neckedness, stubbornness. If you read the story in the Old Testament, the distance between Egypt, out of Egypt, out of, of, of Egypt to the Promised Land, very short. If you can tr travel a direct line, probably a week or more, but it took them 40 years. Uh, given that they have no GPS. But at least even, even though I tell you, they can still navigate by the sun and the star. They know where, 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 where the promised land is. They know where Egypt is. Sure, they can do that. But because of the hardening of their heart, they did not obey the Lord. As we read the story just right now, they did not recognize at the time because the slow of heart to believe. What the scripture said about Jesus. Now, all of us here, we say, yes, pastor, I believe all scripture because all scripture is God-breathed and is, is good for teaching, rebuking, and training in righteousness. Do you really believe all of that or just some of it? You see? Our blind spot, all of us have. God placed us in the body of Christ so that we have multiple cameras. <laughs> as, as the energy of the car. <laughs> because we turn left, we turn right, we, 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 we backward or we go forward. There's some corner that we cannot see. In some corner, especially in the, in the past, usually they put a mirror, the, the kind of a curved mirror, so you can see the angle so that you don't you know, uh, bump into the other cars. So God placed us in the body of Christ so that we have multiple camera help us to figure out or spot out our blind spot. That's why God gave us the body of Christ, the church, so that you and I, we are all the road to somewhere. We're all the road. Just, we'll be able to see and to recognize Jesus in every sum of either major or minor events in our life. Biblically speaking, there are two seemingly two major life events. In our life. The time that we surrender to the Lord 
receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Confess of our sin and ask for forgiveness. Repentant, 128 degree turn. And then we receive and say, I, my life is your. I'm going to live according to your will, your plan for me. Though I have many dreams about this or that and so on. But because my life, I have been crucified with Christ. Therefore, I live. Christ live in me. And therefore, I want to do your will, Lord. And when that happened, your life belongs to Jesus. And Jesus abides in you as you abide in Him. You're on the road with Jesus. But again, with our sinful nature, sometimes we do not see Him fully. Because He's, he's no longer a physical person that we can you know, really hang out. But if you really hang out with God's people in the church, you actually hang out with Jesus. Because that's what He told us, that you know, two or three gather together, that I will be in your midst. So when we gather together, we'll be able to see Jesus clearer, better. Uh, I heard people uh, share testimony and share with me that, you know, my week was down and I uh, don't know what to do. And, you know, I came to church and uh, fellowship. I heard the message and lift up my heart and I, I begin to see things differently. Because we all have our blind spot. Uh, as a pastor... Uh, Sometimes if I, I do not know what to do or, 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 or what to pray for, sometimes I talk to other pastors, uh, fellowship, I ask them for prayer, and so that, you know, uh, God will uh, help use other people sometimes clearer, give us a better angle, a better insight, because we all have life spot. Are you still with me? Can you say to one another, we all have life spot. Husband and wife. Now you have a tool to each time to tell your husband or tell your wife, you, ah, oh dear, you have life spot. <laughs> things when you have arguments about certain things. We are all on the road. And life spot prevents us from recognizing Jesus in life event. I remember <clears throat> the time that I was single and um, I had uh, this fancy idea of, you know, like from the movie, right? From the Western movie, before you want to ask a, a girl for, you know, do you marry me and, you know, and bow down and do kinds of, all kinds of fancy stuff, right? I was planning to do that to my now, uh, Hua is my wife. And on the trip, I said, okay, uh, I told my pastor, I said, you know, uh, you know I'm going to do this. And he, uh, he kind of like paused for a while. He said that, you know, um, yeah, it's kind of romantic. But I, I know I'm gonna break uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna break you and make you disappointed uh, because what you plan to do is not good. I say what's not good about? So I say yeah because if you plan there you guys to travel there just two of you uh, to some very romantic but in terms of, of my uh, over spiritual oversight and biblical counsel to you that you know um, you you guys may you know end up in sin you may guys people will view you differently. And I, I, I'm, I'm thinking about your future. I'm thinking about your lifelong. You know, I want you to have, you know, a, a clean record. I want you to have, you know, no, no, no tainted, uh, you know, uh, other people cannot just even, you know, gossip about it. And everything you do in life, right now, you, you think it's just a, you know, do business thing. But, but every, uh, every in life, you follow Jesus Christ, you are leaders. You are leader. Whatever you do, you will make an example for others to do. 
So I said, oh, really? Because you have to think this. I was a young businessman. Nobody told me like that, okay? The reason I had to become a businessman because I picked a wrong book. I picked a book. I want to be my own boss. I, I literally bought a book that would be my own boss, version one, volume two, you know, like how to be rich and so on. And, and I said, this, this pastor, you know, you, you control my life. You cannot let me go. And I kept thinking in my back. I did not say him to him, right? But, but I, said, I, when I, went home, I, I went home and I'm thinking, is, is there something that he said that is, is good for me or good for him? Yeah, it's good for me. And I think it's true. So I spent a while a week and I, pr- I was praying and thinking and praying. And I told him, yeah, I think it's good counsel. I'm going to cancel that idea. And later on, I just do something simple. <laughs> because marriage is not about romantic one day. It's about a long, lifelong journey with suffering. <laughs> Was suffering, recognizing Jesus was with you. Jesus was in the most uh, terrible moment as well as the, the cloud nine moment. Because without that pastor give me counseling, without my sharing, I probably did something already later on that I cannot undo. Right? So when he gave me that Counsel basically helped me to have a different camera to see different angle so that there will be no crash. For those who really a good driver, you want really, in, you, you usually, every few seconds driving in NAM, you ride a car, I always glance to two back mirror, uh, back mirror, two side mirror. If, the, if there is a, a, you know, a camera, I always it's, it's constantly my eye moving to see if any life so I might hit someone or someone in Vietnam in the case, someone will hit you. Even I have to prevent right more back. I see someone behind me, it means I make a stop, they will hit me. So not only that I'm afraid well, I hit someone, but someone can hit me too. <laughs> Just in case you stop at the red light, stop slowly, look on the back, see how many hit you because they don't stop at the red light, by the way, sometimes. Right, so we all the road. We all have blind spot. Without sharing, and without telling Jesus or telling other fellow believers, sometimes we just succumb in our blind spot and just do it anyway. Sometimes we'll become a sin. Other time, it's just a mistake. They did not see it because their heart was already heavy on the bad news that Jesus Christ was crucified. Yes, I saw him rested, but ah, we're not sure. We're not sure. Think about maybe your most tragic event in your life. If you look back, where was Jesus? Sometimes you ask. But I tell you from the fact that Jesus was always there. It's just that you and I, sometimes we miss him. We, we did not see him because of our own blind spot. Are you still with me? Some of you need to sleep, then we, you can go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Some of you need coffee, then just wake up with coffee. Okay. The second point I want to bring is, next slide, about foolishness. Jesus talked about 
I mean, when Jesus said, oh, foolish one, it's kind of like a loving language at the same time a rebuking language. It's like the parents kind of loving, love children, but also rebuke them, train them, right? Oh, foolish one. I mean, he still loved them, but just say, I want, he wants to bring out their, he want to show them their foolishness, and he wants to show them their blind spot. In the series of Book of James and Proverbs, we know that the foolishness is set aside God's wisdom, right? Uh, w- foolishness in, 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 in Bible term is that you know the truth, but you don't do it. That's foolishness. You know the right thing to do, but don't do it. That's foolishness. You know that <coughs> you're not supposed to do it, but you continue to do it. That's foolishness. Thinking about Joseph, that invitation to stay overnight with Potiphar wives with a, with a most, uh, you know, with the most fantastic, you know, dinner. I mean, the royal dinner. And he, he said, ah, her husband did not know the sea. Nobody knows. I'm also kind of a boss here, you know. Think about that. So the, the, the foolishness in the Proverbs and James is the fear of the Lord. But here we want to bring another aspect for you is that the slow of heart to believe is also considered foolishness. <laughs> mean delay belief. <laughs> delay obedience. Delay obedience is disobedience. Delay to believe is disbelief. Are you still with me? The slow of heart, I mean, it's, so, 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 is that Jesus rebuking them? Yes and no, because he still loved them. That's why he told them. <laughs> if my, was my pastor rebuking me about my plan, romantic plan? Uh, yes, because I was maybe a fool to think like that. So slow and hard to believe in God's word and live accordingly. The God's word is clear to us. Now, there are passages that are not very clear with ambiguity and so on. That's why we need to do this Bible study. We do proper observation, interpretation, and application. And we usually encourage we do in a community, in a small group. That's why we have LifeNet. You can do your personal Bible study, yes. But sometimes you think you got that this idea. It might be of your own thinking. You see? So you need another camera. You need another angle. That's why God created the body of Christ. That's why my right hand connects to my right shoulder that can support my left hand when it needed. And the same with other parts of the body. That's why the Bible tells us the church is not an institution, but it's a body of Christ, a living one, not a paralyzed one. The weak one can be, but needs to be strengthened, right? Are you still with me? So think about our own moment of foolishness. Examine our heart. Was there something that because we are slow of heart to believe certain word? We quick to make decisions according to our own measurement. But we're very slow to believe what the word of God really meant for our life. He opened scripture for them during the road to Emmaus. Emmaus. We are all the road. Every Sunday, we open Scripture. Every weekdays, if we have small group, we open Scripture so that our eye can be open, Our heart can be burned like what they, they later describe the event. 
besides scripture, I have nothing to offer you. <laughs> of course, I have extra things like friendship, fellowship, relationship, some, some area leadership. But we're all here because we abide in Jesus, who is the truth, the way, and the life. Amen? Our foolishness simply a slow of heart to believe his word. Can you tell your neighbor, a slow of heart to believe his word is foolishness. <laughs> Point number three. Point number three. Next slide, please. At the table. And the Bible tells us a story that as they went along to the village that they planned to go, and it was they, um, <clears throat> they, there was uh, kind of a, you know, a settle in the home, and um, uh, the, Jesus, this is, this is interesting, because um, uh, if, you, if you read the Old Testament, you see this scene oftentimes. People passing through a village, they want to go further. Usually, the people in the town, if they saw, like, kind of a small town, if you, if, I don't know, if you, if you grew, grew up in big city, you can't imagine this. Small town, you pass along, most of the time you see only cattles and, you know, and, and grass, or if you live in, 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 <laughs> in a good area, you have, you have field and so on. But let's say the context of Israel is, is you know, some rocks, some a little bit of grass, and some places just like desert. Uh, and so you're passing by. The town hospitality is always keep the traveler to stay overnight if, like, is coming to sunset already. That's just a practice. They're passing through at night and say, hey, uh, you know, you want to stay back. <laughs> uh, the, the incident, if you read in, uh, in the Old Testament, there would be under, uh, the, the, um, what they call the, Le the Levite. The Levite, strangely, Levite has concubine. So that's how you see how wicked it is, right? When you read the story, you say, Levite has concubine? Wicked already, but he's passing through the town, and he's looking for hoping. He, want, he, 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 does, he did not want to stay in the Gentile town. Uh, uh, town. He wants to press further to stay in the, uh, in the Israelite town, but that's where he, he, he got, uh, his concubine got raped, and he witnessed wickedness. So wickedness formed God's town. And because the people, usually the practice, the hospital is that to invite someone to stay overnight. At the birth of Christ, as I already shared, it's not because like the the inner the housekeeper the hotel uh, it's not a hotel it's an inner uh, in innkeeper the innkeeper invite Mary and Joseph stay and Jesus you know lay in the manger it's just that's the only available room that they have and so that's hospitality still so they show hospitality to Jesus and invite him to stay with him and then. As usual, it's a breaking of meal, right? So, so here, they already heard him about that he practiced, that he's breaking bread. He has uh, uh, passing the bread around and had communion. They did not have the concept of communion as we had today because at that time, Jesus was still alive, right? Was still alive, breaking bread with them, daily practice, and fellowship, fellowship. And then now is the time, it's just that, you know, just their thing to do. And they that Jesus broke the bread and blessed and gave to each of them. And the Bible said that their eye were open because they recognized him at the table. 
We are all are on the road. We all have moments of our foolishness. And we always have a moment at the table. Table dinner with our family. Table with a coffee with our friends. Virtually anywhere we go, we always at a table with someone. <laughs> if you have a meeting business, you have a table with someone to do a business meeting. You have, you have a table with uh, lunch with, uh, with, with other fellow believers. You have fellowship lunch. So communion with the Lord and fellowship and scripture enable us to see. Enable to reveal our blind spot. Enable us to have uh, a different camera angle so that we can seize our back. Things that we might fall into sin. That's why the disciples in the early days, they devoted themselves to prayer and fellowship. We talk about that in the foundation class. Fellowship is just important things. It's sacred. It's beautiful. That's why I make time to fellowship. As an expert, I encourage you, if you cannot count one in your hand, ten, ten finger, you cannot count at least one or a few folks in our church, your friend. Sooner or later, you have a problem because you don't have fellowship. You just go to church, you listen to the sermon, and then you hit the door, you run with so many things on your to-do list on Sunday. Pastor, I don't have time during the week. I understand. But God gave us 24 hours, even whether you're president of a country or simply somebody work in a factory, you all, we all have 24 hours. The time that God given us to us was fair. So make time for it. Because at the communion table, at the fellowship, Scripture open, we make us to make sense certain part of Scripture that we do not understand. Scripture without relationship with Christ, without relationship with the other, is seemingly, is seemingly a text without relationship, without context. Because you read other, yes, yeah, good, but it's too far. Read Old Testament, what is this? It's too far away. I, I have nothing to do with this. You read the New Testament, it's still too far, 2,000 years ago. What, what, what does it matter to me? You can't, you and I cannot understand Scripture unless we know Jesus. So here is something for your side point. Jesus said that they the Lord has risen indeed. This is what the, the, they did. Uh, they, they, tell, they, they said to each other, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked to us on the road? While he opened to us the scripture. Jesus did not say, Hey, buddy, what things? I am the Messiah. I am the Christ. You did not know that? You're such a foolish disciple. He did not know that. He opened scripture. So parent here is a parenting advice for you. If you really you see your child, your children being, you know, for being stubborn or being gone through a teenager years, open scripture. Son, daughter, let us read these passages. Their eye will open. Because the young one, usually the naive one, we talk about the Proverbs. The naive means the simple one. They they they're not because they, they lack of intelligence, they just lack of wisdom. Right? Show them scripture. 
And therefore, the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the crucifixion of Jesus Christ are the keys to interpret Scripture. That's why Jesus said that the, he interpreted Scripture for them, right? He fa- uh, and, 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 and they, they he, uh, verse tw- 27, beginning of Moses, all the prophets, he explained from the, the establishment of the law through Moses to the time he himself, Jesus Christ, the fulfillment of the law. And he interpreted for them in Scripture the thing concerning about himself. Without Jesus, there's no way you and I can interpret Scripture, especially Old Testament. So our Jewish friends who are not yet Messianic Jews, meaning like not believing in Jesus Christ, they got stuck with the Old Testament because they have no key to unlock that. So pick up any event. Here's a side tip for you. Pick up any event in the Bible story when you read, right? Make sure in your own study to pull through the filter of the birth of Christ, the life of Christ, the death of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the ascension of Christ, and the coming back of Christ. That's a mouthful. That's what we need to do. Because the Old Testament, if you pick up the Old Testament, you literally apply it to the, it's going to be wrong. Because like somebody told me that, you know, you know, in the Old Testament, Abraham can have so many wives. Can I have, can I have more than one wife? <laughs> they, they did such a wicked thing, like, you know, and God, God seemed like allow the guy still live. I mean, can I just do that? <laughs> Because that's why we, we don't take Jesus as the key to unlock Scripture. Without Jesus, we cannot unlock Scripture. Without relationship with Jesus Christ, you read all you want, never be able to see Jesus. That's why there are a lot of scholars who really know academically about the text Scripture without any relationship with Jesus Christ. They can interpretly quite close, but they always miss something. There are a lot of books out there, so when we have my training in, in, in the Bible class, we need to interact with some of the materials um, there. We need to write paper, and we need to cite them and so on, but we need to also um, make an argument and, and use Scripture to, to, to interpret Scripture and to say this is wrong because it's why and why and so and so, because we need relationship with Jesus in order to fully understand Scripture and apply to our life. Without seeing, without sight, we all walk in different directions. We all fumble. We always try to guess things instead of living with a clearer sight as you draw closer to Jesus. Are you still with me? Communion, fellowship, Scripture enable us to see Jesus in our life's event. We are always on the road. We always have moment. We all have moment of our foolishness. And we are always at the table. Table with Jesus and others. When Jesus gathers together, usually with others. Think about this. God even want to fellowship with others. <laughs> Unless you are God, right? even God. This is why sometimes the you know, CEO usually, they, 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 don't, they don't have time or spend time with those who say under them or, or, or you know, under their, their, uh, their, their, their management because of, of time. 
But think about this. Jesus is a king of the universe. Would like to spend time with you at the table. Will you? Will you join him at the table? And I pray that we will be able to see him every day. Not just once a week. Not just once a year on <laughs> Easter Sunday or Christmas or other religious events. They were talking about historic religious events that Jesus was crucified. They heard about scripture. They know about the things the prophets said. They know that the, the, somebody will report that, that he was not at the tomb. But yet they did not recognize him. The Bible said recognize him. He's just right there. Recognize because they were blind. They did not see. So right now he opened their eye through communion, fellowship, and scripture. May this will be the reality of our lives. Can we just have about four or five minutes of reflection on just three main points I just shared on the road about our foolishness at the table.
Lord Jesus, we all have a moment. We are on the road. And we usually want to see what we want to see. And we usually want to hear what we want to hear. The disciple did not like the event to happen in Jerusalem that you were crucified. They saw the evidence of a temptation, but they were slow to believe. Even though they're on the road, they did not recognize you. Lord, we all have a moment. We are on the road that we did not see you. We did not recognize you. Especially when we're in suffering. All we see is pain. All we see is hurt. All we see is disappointment. All we see is is thing that does not go the way we expected. Lord, help us to recognize you even we are all on the road. And Lord, as we examine our life, we all have a moment of foolishness. Foolishness means that we just want to do things the way we want because we believe in ourselves. That's what the world tells us. Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. You are the king of your life. Oh Lord, we are foolish ones. We are slow of, to heart to believe. We always think that we try with all our other methods before we try your word. Your word become the last thing we try. Out of desperation. It's not the first thing we try. Lord, I pray that, Lord, we will make different when we put your word first. And Lord, we all at the table table from dinner, breakfast, lunch, fellowship, uh, even business meeting. We're at a table. Maybe the other person wh whom we meet may not be a believer. What I pray that, Lord, your presence will be there as, as, as they in business dealing and conversation to be a, a witness to the event, witness to the resurrected hope that the world ever needed. Lord, just, just those who I pray for those who are in business, they can testify about the hope they have. Those who are being housewife and they don't just feel like, oh, I'm just being housewife, cannot make any impact the world. Or they can impact to the children, the neighbor. Instead of gossiping about someone else, let's tell them about scripture, open scripture. If the kitchen is open with scripture, hospitality will open and bring people to Christ. And Lord, if a parent is struggling with dealing with their children and teenagers, let open scripture. If the marriage struggle with, with, with certain issue, let they open the scripture at the table. They can talk things through. They can pray for one another. Have fellowship. Have communion with you. Oh Lord, even yours yourself long to have fellowship with your people. Lord, I pray for those who think fellowship is secondary, <laughs> who think that fellowship is only when I have time. <laughs> I just pray that they will see that blind spot and be able for their falling to sin and falling away from your grace. Lord, I just pray that people will take your relationship seriously. Take communion in communion with you doesn't mean that you have to have communion every week. It means that we are in relationship with you, communion with you daily as they devoted to fellowship and prayer. Our sight 
our eyes will be open will be to see things and not like the disciple that they're asking you for the right hand and the left hand sit for, for, for riches and wealth on this earth for, for position, for career development, self-development, whatever the world tries to sell us. Sometimes Christians, we bought in and that, that makes us a fool because we have blind spot, because a slow heart to believe. Oh, Jesus, help us to make the thing that we read today come alive. It's just not another passage. It's your word, the rhema, the logos that come, the rhema come alive in our life. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.